episode number 181 of the Living Deliberately Together podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast. If you're new to me, just so that you know who you're listening to, I am a well-being coach and creator of the Unstuck Method and the Clear Way, two groundbreaking self-help tools that promote your emotional health and well-being. I'm the author of the books, Getting Unstuck, Five Simple Steps to Emotional Well-Being, and The Clear Way, Five Simple Steps to Be Mentally Prepared for Anything. Through my coaching, courses, and community, I guide people to get clear on what they want and get unstuck from what's holding them back so that they can go on living more deliberately. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today, and now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So this week, my podcast is a surprise. It's not one that I plan to do. And when I say planned, I just mean it's not a topic that I had written down and, you know, plan to talk about, which I do for most of my other episodes. This one actually just came spontaneously, and I'm going to share with you where it came from and what happened. So for some odd reason, I decided to post a question on my personal Facebook page. Usually I post pictures of nature or of my kids or of food that I prepared, but this time I posted a question. And the question was, if you could name one thing, what would you say is the most important thing in your life? I don't know where that question came from, but it came to me and I was thinking about it and I guess I was kind of curious what people would say. So before I go on, I would love for you to also think about that question and think about how you would answer it. If you could choose just one thing, what would you say is the most important thing in your life? So my friends started responding and I was reading through the responses and I didn't really see anything that surprised me. But then I thought to myself, I wonder how other people would respond. Like not my friends and family members, but other people outside of my little circle. So I recently joined a Facebook group that is based on women's physical health And I thought, you know what, that might be an interesting place to ask this question too. So I posted on the same day, the same question in that group. And I received a ton of responses, like over 300 people responded to that question, compared to the one that I asked on my personal page, which probably had like 25 responses. And then finally, I decided to post the same question on the same day inside of one more Facebook group. And this is a group that I'm in for women entrepreneurs. And what I'd like to share with you are the responses that people gave me and my thoughts on it. So what I did was I created actually a spreadsheet so that I could really analyze the results. And so I started with the responses for my personal page and I wrote out the different columns. So the first one was family, and then kids, health, breath, freedom, happiness. One person said the right to vote, and one person said self. So those were the different categories that came just from the question that was posted on my private wall. 
And overwhelmingly, family was the top response. 32% of the people who responded on my wall said family was the most important thing in their life. After that, kids and health came in a pretty close second, and then freedom came in third place. And the rest of the answers were like negligible. So I found that interesting. And then I went over to the Women's Physically Healthy group. And first of all, I have to say, I didn't tally up all 300 responses because it was just taking me way too long, but I probably got to like 200 or so. And they pretty much had similar responses, although two categories um, were added that I didn't see on my wall. One of them was husband, and the other one was God. Now, what I found fascinating was that God actually came as the top response in this group. And I guess I found it fascinating because nobody on my wall even mentioned God. So other than that, inside of this group, family and kids came in second. And what was really interesting was that health, which is the focus of this group that I'm in, it didn't even make it into the top three things as the most important thing in their lives. It actually came as number four. I just found that really fascinating. And then I went into the women's entrepreneur group, where inside of that group, there's actually a decent number of religious women, but the top response was family and then kids, and God and husband took a tie for number three. Now, before I go on with my thoughts, I do want to let you know of some other categories that people mentioned, but because they were only named once, I just didn't even put them into a category. But people did mention laughter, comedy, love, chocolate, my dog, my cat, (laughs) inner peace, and awareness. So I don't know if you know where I'm going with this, but I just want to pause and ask you again, if you could choose one thing that is the most important thing in the world to you, what would you say it is? So this is what I want to share with you today. Just some thoughts that I have. I love my family to death. I love my parents. I love my sister and my brother. I love my kids. I love my husband, even though I get stuck on him sometimes. But none of that is the most important thing in my life. And I'll explain why. You know, A lot of people also responded saying health, but I think, and I could be wrong, but I think what they were probably referring to was their physical health, right? Like if you don't have your physical health, you don't have anything. But even that, I wouldn't put as the most important thing in my life, because even if you're aging, or even if you're overweight, or even if you have an illness, if you're still alive, you're still living, And so to me, what I think is the most important thing in my life, it's my mental health and my ability to effectively navigate through life and my ability to get unstuck and my ability to create the life that I want to live and my ability to overcome challenges and to love and to forgive and to live. All of that comes from my mind. Everything we create in the world, and when I say create, I don't mean physically create, like making pottery or building a house, but 
what we create in the world, like creating friendships, creating love, creating possibilities, creating our futures ahead of time, everything we create comes from our mind. So how we think about things determine our experiences. And this is why I think our minds and our ability to manage our mind, it's the most important thing in the world. Because without that ability, we can't survive, we can't function, we can't evolve. God forbid any of those other things that were mentioned as responses were taken away from us. And of course, they happen, my friends, right? Tragedies happen in this world. But if any of those things are taken away from you, you can still learn how to survive, as challenging as that might be. And you can overcome those challenges. But without a healthy mind, without mental health or good emotional well-being, you really don't have possibilities for living the life you want to live. And this is why I am so passionate about the work I do with Living Deliberately and teaching people skills and tools on how to manage their mind using simple tools like the Unstuck Method and the Clear Way so that they can learn to navigate through life's challenges and they can empower themselves to overcome any obstacle and they can live the life they truly want to live. One of the women in the Physically Health group that I mentioned, this is how she responded. She said, my husband, we have struggles, but I don't know what I would do without him. And I kind of wanted to respond out loud to her, you would survive without him if you wanted to, right? You have the ability to survive anything, even the worst of horrors. And history has proven to show many of them. You can survive and even learn to thrive if you are mentally strong and if you know how to manage your mind. It may not be easy, but it is possible. There was a woman in the entrepreneur group. She responded, my sanity. And another woman in the physically healthy group, she responded, the way I think determines everything. And when I saw those responses, I just wanted to jump up and down and scream out, yes, that is right. The way you think determines everything, absolutely everything. I just wanted to shout out, yes, you are spot on, my friends, even though I don't know who those women were. So for me, it's not about my dog or my cat, and it's not even about my family who I love to death, and it's even not my physical health. Because if any of that was taken away from me and I'm still alive, as long as I have my mind, I can still live. You take your mind away and your ability to navigate through life and you really don't have much left. Okay, so before I sign off, I just want to mention two more things. The first thing is that this episode was not created with the intention to reach out to those people who have been diagnosed with a mental illness. This episode was not created only for those people who have depression or anxiety or bipolar disorder or borderline personality or whatever it is. This episode was created for those people in mind, but even more so 
It was created for the people who have never been diagnosed with a mental illness. There is such stigma of mental illness in our world, and I often think that people who were never diagnosed with a mental disorder believe that they are mentally healthy. And maybe that sounds weird, but let me explain. Our medical model, like the Western world medical model, it's based on a model of disease. So if you do not have a disease, you are considered healthy. And I just happen to believe that that model is very problematic. I don't have a mental illness. I was never diagnosed with a mental disorder. And yet I know that if I don't manage my mind, if I don't take responsibility on a daily basis to get unstuck, I am going to suffer and the people around me in my life are also going to suffer. Taking care of your mind is a necessity for life. Your mental health or emotional well-being is the most important thing in the world because, as I mentioned before, your mind creates your life. And if you want to live a life of happiness and joy and appreciation and love and gratitude, all of that comes from your mind. It does not come from things outside of you. You create those emotions with your mind. I know many people believe that the reason they feel happy or love or any other emotion is because of things that happen outside of them, but it's not true. You create your own emotions from within your own mind based on what it is you believe. And it's those thoughts that create your reality and it's not the other way around. And I know that might be a hard thing to wrap your mind around, and I will be talking more about this in future episodes. The second thing I wanted to quickly mention is that this takes work. And by this, I mean your mental health. It requires regular, and I would even say daily, work of noticing your thoughts, uncovering your thoughts, getting unstuck, processing through emotions, getting clear getting back on track when you fall off, recommitting to yourself. All of this takes work. And it's the most amazing work in the world, in my humble opinion. But it is work. And I just want to take a moment and say that I am so grateful that I have a community of people in my life that are doing this work alongside me. And they inspire me and they keep me motivated. I am grateful to my amazing clients, and I'm grateful to you, my listeners, and I'm grateful to those inside of my private Facebook group who show up daily and do the work as hard as it may be. And so I'd like to leave you today with a couple of questions. One, going back to the original question, would you change your response after hearing my thoughts? Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? I welcome your responses inside of the Facebook group. And the second question is, what are you doing on a daily basis to invest in your mental health? I really look forward to hearing your responses on this episode. Thank you so much for joining me this week. And as always, I look forward to living deliberately together with you. 
Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Living Deliberately Together podcast. It is my honor and privilege to be able to show up here each week for you. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to start applying this work to your life, you have to check out the Living Deliberately Blueprint. It's my online self-paced course, which will teach you my tools and everything you need to know about living deliberately and actually manifesting it. Head over to my website now, shiragura.com for more details. I look forward to starting this journey with you.